Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Life Christian Church Online. My name is Christian. I just want to say thank you for joining us online this morning, especially if you're new to TLCC. We would love to know what part of the world you're joining us from. So write in the chat where you're watching from. One of our chat hosts would love to connect with you. Hey, we have an awesome morning planned as we welcome special guest and music legend Dan Dean. He's a lead singer of the renowned Christian band Phillips Craig and Dean. He's going to perform a few songs, give an inspiring message as he encourages us to finish 2020 strong. Hey, before we get started with today's worship experience, we would love to connect with you. All you have to do is click the connect button at the top of your screen, fill out the connection card to let us know that you've joined us today. You can access the connection card in the resources tab uh, in the TLCC app also. You'll also see a link to give online safely and securely. And if you have children, you can click the kids button to access our online Kport children's curriculum. 
You can receive live prayer with a pastor throughout service by clicking live prayer at the bottom of your screen. And if you're watching on Facebook, someone will comment all of those links in the comment section. Again, thank you for joining us for TLCC Online, and we hope you enjoy the worship experience. Hey everyone, my name is Amanda Smith. I'm the co-director of worship here at TLCC. Um, and we're doing something just a little different today. We are going to be taking some of the pre-recorded songs that we recorded during quarantine. Um, and these songs that we chose mean a lot to us. And myself and another team member are gonna just share a little bit about why these songs uh, are meaningful and impacted our lives uh, in the middle of this pandemic. So the next song that you're gonna hear about is called Still. And it reminds me of the scripture that says, be still and know that I am God. And even in the midst of all of the chaos, uh, the confusion, we can pause and just reflect on being in the presence of the Lord. So I hope you enjoy.
Hi, my name is Koi and I'm on the worship team. 2020 was a year of great transition for me. The waters that I had to navigate were very deep. The song that we're about to worship with, Feeling Low, came at a time where I made the decision to embrace the trials in my life as friends and to cast my burdens on the mind of Christ and go free to be loved by God. Hi, my name is Joe Henley and I'm part of the worship team. Now, during the quarantine, there was one song that we sung and it was called Feeling Low. I had lost my job um, during the pandemic and it just really felt like it was a very low time for my life. But as we began to sing this song, this song began to minister to me. He says that he had the strength to carry us because he was the water of life. And as I listened to that song, and even as we ministered to the people, it began to minister to me and it brought hope and joy back to my life. So as we sing this today, I pray that it blesses you as well. the cares of life 
Hey everyone, welcome again to the Life Christian Church. We're so glad that all of you are joining us today. I'd love to take a few moments to connect with you. All you have to do is click the connect button at the top of your screen. And if you're watching on Facebook, one of our hosts will comment the connect link in the chat. This link will take you to a menu containing all of the necessary next steps for you to engage with what's happening at TLCC. If you're new to us today, please click the connection card link to let us know you joined us. We would love to send you a small gift just to say thank you for joining us today. And if you're a member or regular attender, you can also fill out the connection card because it lets us know how we can serve you, whether it's prayer requests or something else, or just letting us know that you're with us, that you joined us, and that you worshiped with us this morning. We also really encourage you to download the TLCC app. You can do everything I just talked about from the app, as well as access life notes to follow along during the message today. You can access our daily devotional. All of your TLCC essentials are just one click away. Our mission at TLCC is to inspire people to the life God dreams for them as we spread his love in ever-widening circles. And we have some great opportunities happening here at TLCC that will help you do just that. Next Sunday, January 3rd, we're welcoming one of our favorite guests to TLCC, and that's Pastor Michael Durso. He's led a famous church in New York City for a long time. He's a dynamic communi communicator and a wonderful man. You're going to learn a lot and be inspired as you launch this new year. Starting on Sunday, January 10th, we'll launch our first trimester of 2021 with a brand new spiritual growth theme and trimester focus called 2021 Live a Better Story. For those of you who may not know, we break up each year into three trimesters, each one having a different spiritual growth theme. And over the next four months, we'll engage in a teaching series that will tell a better story about God and who he is. And we'll discuss how each of our stories fit into the bigger picture of God's story. If you're looking for a new phase of your own story in your own life, how you can write a better story as you move forward into the future, this is going to be a great series for you. Our first series of T1 will begin on Sunday, January 10th, and it's called Rethink God, Discover a Better Story, where Pastor Terry will begin to unpack the idea that when we know who God is and know him experientially in our lives, he is the source of everything we need to live life as it was meant to be lived. I promise you that you're going to learn some new things about God in this first series of 2021. As always, every trimester includes recommended readings, spiritual growth plans, and much more. You'll be hearing a lot more about that once T1 launches. Included in the launch of trimester one 2021 is our church-wide week of prayer and fasting culminating on Friday, January 8th. Fasting is willfully abstaining from some important thing in our lives in order to focus our attention on God. Some of us may choose to abstain from certain foods or social media or any number of different things, but it's not about what we're giving up that necessarily matters. The important thing is to remember that we're posturing ourselves towards God so that we can hear from him and be reminded that our strength comes from him. Our week of prayer and fasting will start on Monday, January 4th, and go through Friday, January 8th. You'll be hearing much more about our week of prayer and fasting this coming week, but mark your calendars and keep an eye out for more details. As we said earlier, we're so happy to have Dan Dean, a true legend in the Christian music industry. He's one of my favorite people in the world, a long-term friend of TLCC. Get ready to hear a wonderful song from him. In the bleak midwinter, icy wind may blow. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow on snow has 
Angels and archangels may have gathered there, cherubim and seraphim rising in the air. Oh, but only Mary in her. Worship the beloved with a mother's Heaven cannot hold him, nor can earth sustain. Heaven and earth shall fall away when he comes to reign. So what then can I give him, empty as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. And if I were a wise man, I would know. Nothing can I give him, I must give my Good morning, everybody. I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas week. It's been a great week for me and my family, and it's been a great season for the Life Christian Church. In spite of all the challenges that we've faced this year with the pandemic and all of the things that have arisen from it and all the challenges that we face in our society, somehow or another, by God's grace, we're closing 2020 on a high note with great hope for 2021. Next Sunday, Pastor Michael Durso is going to speak for us in person at the Life Christian Church, 9 and 11 o'clock. I hope you'll register to be here. If you're not here, I hope you'll watch online. Let me take a moment to introduce our guest speaker today. You just heard Dan Dean sing a wonderful song. Dan is a longtime friend of mine and a longtime friend of the Life Christian Church. You know, Dan, as you've already heard, is uh, the lead singer of the legendary Christian band Phillips, Craig, and Dean. When I say legendary, it's no exaggeration. They've received a lifetime achievement from uh, the gospel music industry and so on. But really, I've known Dan since long before Phillips, Craig, and Dean existed. Dan and I met when I was speaking at and he was singing at a youth workers convention about 35 years ago in West Monroe, Louisiana. That's not so important. What is important is that Dan has been a part of our journey here at the Life Christian Church since the very beginning, all the way back 
when we were having services in the basement of Holy Trinity Church on Main Street here in West Orange, Dan was singing and speaking all the way back then. And he's been with us pretty much every year since then. It's really a privilege of mine to have him speak for us today. He pastored Heartland Church in the Dallas, Texas area for more than 20 years. He's recently transitioned that to his son, Dusty, who's doing a wonderful job. Uh, Dan uh, serves on our presbytery board here at the Life Christian Church and has for years. He's a great friend, and he's a wonderful communicator. You're going to enjoy him and his message, which he's going to follow with another song. Stay tuned. You're going to have your life impacted over the next few moments. I assure you, please welcome our friend, Dan Dean. Merry Christmas to all my wonderful friends at the Live Christian Church. It's such a joy to be able to share with you today. Thank you for allowing me this great opportunity and of course to uh, Pastor Terry Smith, Sharon, their children, and all you wonderful folks. Uh, it's just a joy to uh, be able to come into your homes today and to join you during this Christmas season. Uh, I have had the opportunity to develop so many wonderful relationships through the years with my friends in New Jersey, and we have been praying for you. I know this has been a difficult year for you. In particular, New Jersey's been hit hard, so just know you're in our thoughts and prayers. Hopefully, we're gonna get to come see you soon when this COVID mess is behind us and it will be behind us at some point. Have you ever uh, noticed how the story of Christmas is all about the wait? As kids, uh, the day just seemed to take forever to get there. I grew up with four brothers, and as children, uh, we were able to ask for one Christmas gift. My father was a bivocational pastor of a very small church, and um, he worked a lot of times as second part-time job in addition to being a pastor of a church there wasn't a lot of money and so um, uh, there wasn't a lot of extravagance with our Christmas gifts but I don't remember noticing that in fact one of my favorite Christmas memories was one where all five of us boys were living with mom and dad in a two-bedroom home in Tyler Texas I remember the anticipation of Christmas Day we waited and waited. We were able to, to pick out one gift that we wanted. And then on Christmas Eve night, we were all packed into that one bedroom. We could hear mom and dad moving the gifts in around the tree. And it was so exciting for us. Did you know the first Christmas was a time of waiting as well? In fact, it was all about the wait. The promise was given to Adam and Eve that a son was going to come, a redeemer. And I'm sure they probably thought they would witness the birth of that promised child. I'm sure that Eve thought she would be the bearer of the promise. Uh, but it would be centuries before the greatest gift of all time would arrive. Few of us like to wait. It reminds us that we're not in control. We don't like waiting in traffic, in line at the supermarket, at the airport, or when our computers don't work fast enough. Dr. Larry Dossie is a Dallas internist, and he coined a term that describes this problem. People who hate to wait suffer from what he calls hurry sickness. Hurry sickness, he defines as an increased sensitivity to the passage of time. And he believes that people suffering from hurry sickness oftentimes die before their time. The good doctor offers an experiment to see if you suffer from this malady. You'll have to have a helper, give them a secondhand watch, have them blindfold you, and then have them guess how long it is until a minute passes with a second hand. Dr. Dossie says that a person suffering from this disease of hurry sickness will find that they think a minute is over in about 15 to 20 seconds. Most of life is waiting, and most of us would rather do anything but wait. 
A lot of us would rather do the wrong thing than to wait. Truth be told, most of life is waiting. We wait to see a doctor. In fact, they even have something special at the doctor's office called a waiting room. We await to, to graduate high school. We wait to be accepted into college. Wait for your first job offer. Wait to see if the bank will give you the loan to get your first home. Waiting to start a family. Waiting for test scores. Waiting for the Lord to bring the right man or woman into your life. Waiting to find out what God wants to do with your destiny many times. Waiting for prayers to be answered. Waiting is one of the hardest parts of life, and in particular, the Christian life. Thousands upon thousands act in haste because they cannot wait. Yet we all spend a big chunk of our lives waiting for something to happen. For every green light, it seems like there's five yellow ones and a dozen red ones. But we all have to wait whether we like it or not. The Christmas story is no different. Mary waits for nine months, nine months of stares and gossip. Even after an angel comes to her, her question was, how will this happen? And I'm sure, although she said, Yes, be it unto me according to your will, O Lord. And although she could see her body changing, that there were days that it seemed like the birth would never occur. How many moms listening to me today know that the last trimester seems to take forever? Joseph's period of waiting had to be agonizing. Look at this scripture explaining his journey. Because Mary's husband Joseph was a good man, he did not want to disgrace her in public, so he planned to divorce her secretly. And while Joseph thought about these things, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream. Poor Joseph, he is now asked to assume the responsibilities of marriage without the privileges of marriage. Nine long months of waiting, no doubt criticism. Are you crazy, man? She's, she's dishonored you before your engagement. She's She's, or during your engagement, she's pregnant, perhaps having doubts along the way. Have you ever had a dream uh, that seemed so real that you thought maybe there may be a word of God in there for you? And then later in the week, you think maybe it was the taco that you had during the day. He has a dream that's so real that he decides he must wait. Along with Mary and Joseph, we're introduced to Simeon. In Luke, the scripture just introduces him this way. In Jerusalem lived a man named Simeon who was a good man and godly, and he was waiting. Who knows how long he waited? Every little boy that's been brought into the temple, he's intently examined. He had endured leaky diapers and spit up and, and crying for only God knows how long doing his duty at the temple, waiting and waiting and waiting some more for the promise that God had made to him. You'll not depart until you see the promised child. If you want to know about living and the waiting, then take some time to examine the Magi from the east. They travel so far to find a king. These guys were astute observers of the heavens. They observed his star and it it pushed them out into a path of discovery. And, and obviously, they don't always have a visual on the star that they first spotted. And uh, by the way, I hate to disappoint you regarding your nativity scene, but the wise men were not at the nativity. You can keep your wise men as part of your scene, but they weren't there. They were from Persia, and they had traveled over a 1,000 miles to see Jesus it was about a six to nine month journey. The scripture says this very clearly. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down in worship. They came into the house. So by this time, scholars believe that Jesus could have been as old as two years of, of age by this time. Talk about waiting. If they saw the star when Jesus was born and didn't see him until he was two years old, they definitely had a wait on their hands. And when they finally reached the palace of Herod, it appears they hadn't seen the star in some time because they're not clear on the direction they need to take. And they think, Herod, surely he knows about this king that's born. And, and uh, so they approach Herod and they ask him uh, about this king. 
And Herod, of course, he has no knowledge of it. The scripture reports, they take off again, and the scripture says, when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over the place the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Who knows how long they traveled to get to the place where the Christ child was. It wasn't an easy journey, and it, it must have been frustrating at times. You know, I've determined that life is filled with waiting. Sometimes it feels as if I stay in a perpetual period of waiting on God. Uh, being a pastor for a number of years now has left me feeling sometimes like I've been pregnant for 35 years. I think most pastors feel that way. I know that at times your pastor, Pastor Terry Smith, uh, has experienced this feeling of being in these long periods of waiting where you have a vision for what God wants to do and God wants to accomplish in your life and yet we fall so often into the trap of comparison and looking around at others who have had success in a short period of time. We look at those anomalies that happen, those who have had incredible growth in a short period of time and we wonder, where is the promise of your blessings, Lord? Didn't you call me, Lord? And yet, for most of us, frustration happens in the waiting because we think nothing is happening. And sometimes you start to question, like Simeon did, I'm sure. Where, where, where's this promise? When is it going to be delivered? Is this ever going to happen? Give me a sign. Let me see a star. If I could just see something that points to the completion of the destiny you have promised, I'll be happy. But sometimes it seems as, as if God is silent. As lay people in a church community, you're no different. You have your own waiting periods. You seem to be stuck at times in a holding pattern. Lord, am I ever going to find that right person for my life? Will I ever get to the place financially that I can relax and not feel stressed? When is the right job coming? Am I going to escape debt? Lord, when will you give us that child that we've been praying about? When will that spouse that I love so much finally surrender to God's call? And when will we feel like we're walking together in unity? Lord, my adult children are so mixed up and so far away from home and from God. Uh, and I, I, I really, Lord, I need you. Help me somehow to get through this period. And like Paul, we pray, Lord, I have this thorn in my body. Will you deliver it from me? Lewis Smedes wrote this about the waiting, and how profound is this statement? Waiting is our destiny. As creatures who cannot by themselves bring about what they hope for, we wait in the darkness for a flame we cannot light. We wait in fear for a happy ending we cannot write. We wait for a not yet that feels like a not ever. Waiting is the hardest work of hope. So what do we do in the waiting? What are we going to do? Because we're all going to have periods where it feels like that nothing is happening. First of all, realize just that God is working in the waiting. Have you ever stopped to consider how many more miracles Jesus could have performed had he not been able to start at age 21? how many more people he could have touched, but it was not the Father's will. In fact, Jesus himself said to his mother as she propelled and pushed him into his first miracle, he said to her, woman, why come to me? My time has not yet come. Jesus himself was aware that God had a period of waiting for him and that he had to move in the right timing. In your time of waiting, God is still working. You may not see it, but God is still doing things. If Jesus himself had to wait 33 years to give birth to the destiny God had, waited, uh, had waiting for him, don't get impatient because God is not doing things in warp, speed, 5G for you. Keep hoping, keep believing, and keep trusting that the promise he gave to you has not been forgotten. 
Some of the greatest figures in the Bible, Abraham, Joseph, Moses, David, they all had to wait many years for God's promises to be fulfilled. And yet everything that happened in the meantime was used to prepare them inwardly as well as outwardly. And then when they reached their promise, they were blessed beyond measure. Number two, persevere with patience for what awaits. I love this verse in Romans 8, 24. It says this, now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Scripture is saying you don't hope for what you already have. You don't have to hope for something you already require. That requires no patience at all. Two little boys were walking along. One said to the other, Roscoe, if you had $2 million, would you give me a million? Well, you know I would give you a, if I had $2 million, I would give you a million. Roscoe, if you had two big mansions, would you give me one of those mansions? Ah, uh, you know I would give you, if I had two mansions, I would give you one of those mansions. Roscoe, if you had two $20 bills, would you give me one? The little boy looked back and said, you know I've got two $20 bills. You know, you don't hope for what you have no need to hope for. You hope and wait in patience for what you cannot see. And God gives us the waiting so that we can learn to be dependent and to trust in him. God, my hope is in you. My trust is in you. And in this period of confusion where I feel out of control, I must get closer to you. You are aware of my placement. You know where I find myself. This is not your punishment. This is your guidance and your doings. You are working as a song says, even when I can't see it, you're working. Number three, we worship in the waiting. You just worship. You find time to worship him. However you worship, find time. Get you some praise music on. In the car, at the house, through your headphones at work if that's allowed. And you worship continually. Romans 12, 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Be joyful. Don't be cast down. I know it gets difficult at times. I know that you feel abandoned, but be joyful in hope. Be patient in affliction and continue to be faithful in prayer and count the blessings of God in your life. Be thankful. Make yourself a list and see how faithful God has been to you. The scripture says to let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wow. And lastly, here's one we could all do a little more. Remember the patience of God. Oh, he is ever so patient with us. Talk about somebody being in a waiting period. Remember how long he had to wait for you. How long did he have to give you in your period of wandering and walking through your seasons of dilly-dallying around like some fickle, love-struck teenager? When you couldn't figure out if you wanted to go left or right, when you walked toward him one day and then away from him the next, but he never, ever gave up on you. He never turned away. He never left you alone. The scripture says the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness. Notice these words, but is patient 
toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Jesus is the climactic display of God's perfect patience toward mankind. That baby who came to so many who were walking in life in a waiting period, who were in a period of waiting similar to what you may find yourself in today. He was God's perfect display of patience in acting uh, or in action. God speaking to us about this great gift of Jesus said it for all the rest of us. But I receive mercy for this reason, that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Some of you today are in that period of waiting, waiting for that one breakthrough, waiting for that one signal or sign that God is still there. I think 2020 and during this holiday season, I have witnessed more struggle in the lives of people that I love more than any other year. Not to say that God hasn't been good. God is good all the time. And I worship and I praise him for that. But the struggle is real. COVID craziness and real fears are, are, are there that people face every day. Let me encourage you today, my friends at the Live Christian Church, the promise is coming. Just as sure as a little baby made its grand entrance into the world at the appointed time, salvation and the destiny of God will open for you. Maybe it won't look like what you think. Maybe it'll have dark hair, not blonde hair. Maybe there will be things regarding the promise that look different than what you expected. But listen, it may take longer than what you thought, but keep walking in obedience. Keep believing. Have a thankful heart and worship during this period. That's what's needed. And remember this, in the waiting, you don't always see what's happening. Mary and Joseph in their day didn't have one of the machines that allowed them to see the development of the baby. Just a promise. We trust you, God. You have told us we trust you. And our attitude must be one that is filled with trust for a God who never fails. And I close with this scripture today. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. On our new album that just released this year, there's a song that addresses some of the frustration that sometimes we feel when we're in the waiting. I want you to listen to the words of this song today and let the Lord touch you my friends at the Life Christian Church. I thought I could trust you. Deep down I know I can. But I'm so hurt and angry at this circumstance. Did I miss something somewhere? And did I not pray enough? But with a faith that is shredded, I'll say that I trust. You're still God. When I can't see it, you're still God. When it's hard believing, you're still moving. It doesn't matter if I know what you're doing or not. You're still God. Feeling crushed by the questions. All the things I don't know. But you hold all the answers Where else could I go? You're still going 
for my wonderful friends in New Jersey and in the city, places that are tuning in this morning, those that feel as if they're in a perpetual waiting period in their life. I ask that you speak to their hearts today, God. Let them know you have not abandoned, you've not forsaken, you're there. The f God's destiny and purpose will be fulfilled in their life. You're going to come through, God. We just have to put our trust. And during this time, we focus our attention on you, God. I pray for somebody right now listening to my voice today who needs the reassurance of heaven. Sure as that baby came to a manger over 2,000 years ago, God, I'm asking you to come to their heart right now with a message of hope and strength. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you today. Thanks for allowing me to share with you. That was just great. I'm so grateful for Dan's words and his gift of music today. I hope that you've been inspired. I hope that God will take these words and use them to impact your life in transformative ways as we close out 2020 and enter into a new season in 2021. Before I say the benediction today, let me just remind you of, of two things. The first of all are our regular tithes and offerings. If this is the time that you usually tithe and give, you can see on the screen how you can tithe and give. Hey guys, it's the last Sunday of 2020. If this is a time when you need to kind of make up, catch up on your tithing and regular giving, I encourage you to do so. Close 2020 strong and help us as a church to close 2020 strong and, and to enter into this next year. So I encourage you and thank you around your regular tithes and giving. And then just this other thing, we've been talking a lot over the last month about our Christmas offering. And you know that our Christmas offering this year is an offering of special import because during COVID-19, we did not receive another major offering outside of our regular tithes and offerings. And this year's Christmas offering is desperately needed to help us make up for things that we've already done in 2020, but didn't receive an offering to do, but we did in faith anyway and obedience, and to help us move into 2021 funding our Plus Life Local, Plus Life Global, and other missional initiatives here at the Life Christian Church. So that's all I'm going to say, except I hope you've prayed about making a significant contribution. The last time I looked at the numbers, to be frank, we still had a long way to go to meet our goal of $250,000 to fund our missions efforts over this next period of time. I encourage you, if you haven't, to pray about doing something significant towards this offering. And if you have prayed about it and uh, you're ready to give, well, obviously you can do that right now. We're hoping that people will give their Christmas offering gifts before year's end. 
Okay? So thank you guys. You're always generous. And more importantly, it's not whether or not I thank you. The fact is that God says that he blesses generous givers. And I hope that you're in a position to be blessed this year as a result of your faithfulness and your obedience and your enthusiasm around giving to the cause of Jesus Christ as expressed through the Life Christian Church. All right, let me say the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord be gracious to you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. I pray this year that you'll be blessed both when the things you've waited for come to pass and while you're in the process of waiting. Know that God is always at work in your life. And may each of us hear and receive the words of Jesus in John chapter 10, verse 10, one more time in 2020. May we hear his promise to give us life in all of its fullness, more and better life than we ever dreamed of. May we seize and claim that promise now more than ever. May we each live the life God dreamed for us in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy New Year, everybody. Hey everyone, thank you again for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed today's service and that you feel ready to finish 2020 strong. If you haven't already, be sure to fill out a connection card by clicking the connect button at the top of your screen and let us know you joined us today, especially if you are a first time guest. You can also fill out a connection card on the TLCC app. Hey, don't forget that you can reserve a seat to join us in person next Sunday, January 3rd, as we kick off the new year with a wonderful worship experience and one of our favorite special guests at TLCC, Pastor Michael Durso. Registration opens this Tuesday, December 29th at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Just head to tlcc.org slash reopen. And if now is the time when you normally tithe or give, you can do that by clicking the give button to continue supporting our mission to spread God's love in ever-widening circles. Thank you for your faithfulness and your generosity. Again, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We can't wait to see you next Sunday. Have a great week, everyone.